Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. From an undisclosed broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Hour number three. This is Lock and Load. And, of course, joining me now, as he should have yesterday before I got blown completely off of the grid yesterday, is writer Dean Weingarten. Good good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Bill. Glad to be here. Very nice to have. I'm enjoying having power and everything again. So, um... Let's let's talk a little let's talk a little bit about polar bears. Now, polar bears are the biggest apex predator on the planet. They are one of only uh well, are they the only bear that eats only meat? I think uh, let's see if there's any other bears that are as I don't think there's any other bears that are totally predatory as they are. Yeah. They eat very little vegetable matter. Well, there's very little I mean, for them to, to, to consider. That's, that's right. right. There's hardly anything up there. Yeah. Uh, so they eat almost entirely animal matter. Which and, can, uh, yeah, they're, they're it, very it, predatory. That, that, that can be bad if you're a dude or yeah, a female. Yeah, if you're made of meat. Yeah, if you're made of meat. <laughs> so you, you have this article where, where another uh, another uh, well, yeah, another polar bear attack stopped by somebody with a revolt. And and what this, um, at Ameland, we had a Freedom of Information Act request, and we got a database with a bunch of um, polar bear, and there were a couple other bears, um, human conflicts. And I knew I'd read about this incident in that database, but they had not indicated what kind of firearm was used in the polar bear database. Right. And so uh, I was um, doing research, and I came across an English version of a Norwegian publication which talked about this attack up in the Svalbard archipelago. And they uh, solidified, and they indicated that it was a revolver which was used. Now, they didn't say what the caliber was. But the governor of Svalbard uh, has um, is is the is appointed, and they rule over the Svalbard archipelago. There's an international treaty with uh, there originally were like six signatories because Sval- the Svalbard archipelago was disputed among several different nations as to who owned it, who had authority over it, and so instead of fighting over it. Uh, this was uh, very, very uh, civilized. They signed a treaty. It was right after World War One, And uh, they said, okay, we're going to let Norway administer this, uh, the island and uh, adjacent, you know, the uh, oceans around it. But they have to let everybody else have access. And so 
people there are subject to mostly Norwegian law, but the governor Svalbard makes his own rules and regulations for quite a few things. I mean, nowhere, nowhere else in Norway that I know of does the government require you to be armed when you go outside a city limits. Uh, and they do that because there are more polar bears in Svalbard than there are people. And polar bears can be quite dangerous. So what happened in this case, and it was about 10 years ago, a little more than that now, uh, March of 2013, and uh, there was a good-sized polar bear, about average adult male, male polar bear, just a little under 700 pounds, it turned out. Uh, and it became interested in a couple of people that were in a cabin uh, on the island of uh, Spitzenberg, that is uh, Spitzenbergen, I should get it right, right, which is the main island in Svalbard. And this island, it's, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if many people have studied geography or look at islands, but this, this island is, not, is a very irregularly shaped island. I mean, you get some islands that are basically round or, you know, the edges might have a, uh, you know, a harbor or two. But this is very irregular because it's, it's, um, it was volcanic and then it's been cut by a lot of rivers uh, that cut deep fjords in the island. Right. And, and so it's a little, a little bit like an island in the, uh, you know, Alaska, southern Alaskan coast. I mean, there's a lot of rivers and uh, deep inlets into the island. And this happened on a cabin on the biggest inlet in the very southernmost part of Spitzenbergen, which is, uh, you know, I think about a hundred uh, and some kilometers south of the major town there, which is uh, Longber- Longbergen, I guess I may, I'm probably mispronouncing it. But so there were these two people were in this cabin. And this polar bear came around, and they managed to scare it off. Right. Uh, which, you know, is what they're trying to do. Uh, this is, uh, you know, about almost uh, about 15 years. No, no, much longer than that. About 30 years after the polar bears were declared to be threatened, and, uh, or in, and so they had stopped hunting them. Now... Svalbard has a history of hunting polar bears. They were the major source, perhaps, of uh, polar bear hides for most of 50 years, uh, maybe a little more. And they were regularly harvested a couple hundred polar bears there a year. So it's a major concentration of polar bears. And uh, this polar bear had come back to this camp, but they weren't allowed to, to shoot it because it was protected. And so they scared it off. They probably used, they didn't say exactly how they scared it off. I'm sure they used flare guns and some other stuff. And this cabin, there's a picture of it in the report from the governor of Svalbard. It's an official picture, so I felt that it could be used. And uh, the, uh, it's small. I mean, it looks like it's probably maybe, you know, 16 by 16 or something like that. So it's not real big. And it has a, on one end, there is a window. The window is longer than it is high, uh, and what happened is this polar bear would not take no for an answer. 
And apparently he thought, well, you know, all that noise and commotion, it didn't really hurt me. And there's some meat in that cabin, and I'm going to get at it. And he started breaking in. And no matter what the two people inside, it was a couple, a man and a woman, did, he was determined to get in at them. And they had uh, this revolver. It says they only, you know, only mentions one. It was probably a forty-four Magnum because that's the minimum caliber the Governor Svalbard allows for polar bear protection. And most revolvers have six or five. I don't think I have heard of a forty-four Magnum that has a seven-shot revolver. Nah, that'd be. And so I just I see five shot and six shots that are common. So. One of the desperate measures that they resorted to to try to dissuade this polar bear from getting at them, well, I thought it was kind of funny. I, th- I still think it might be a mistranslation. Right. It said they threw lighted candles at the bear. Well, I guess. And I'm going, I don't think that's going to be very effective. And I'm it wasn't. So. Hang on right there, if you will. We're coming up on the first break. This is uh, This was published uh, back in December, but I just now noticed it for the first time. And this is, you can find this article at Amoland.com along with nearly 2,400 others that he has published there as well. He is the most published writer on the biggest website of its type on the planet, not just in the United States, on the planet. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. <laughs> such thing as a fair fight and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform dominate at staccato we know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom when we want you to enter that objective confident that you are carrying the best gun in a gunfight no compromise no sacrifice staccato 2011.com stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011 at Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unique. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to Veterans 
and nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with no other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. This is Lock and Load, and we're talking to Dean Weingarten. And we were just talking about this polar bear that uh, was, uh, he, he had he, he noticed something that he decided he wanted to investigate, and he just wasn't going to take no for an answer. So, if you would, please, sir. Sure. I mean, bears, and polar bears particularly, have extremely good noses. They're supposed to be many times better than the best dog noses for being able to detect things. So there's no question in my mind that this polar bear knew what was, that the two people inside the hut were his people and two, that they were made of meat and he decided he wanted that meat. And so he was working very hard. This was the second time he'd been there that day. The first time they'd managed to drive him off with various measures. And this was the second time. And this time he wasn't going to take no for an answer and he had his head and probably at least one paw 
and maybe a shoulder inside the window as these two people are desperately trying to drive him off, and he has decided he's going to get at them. And the window is not real large. I'm looking at a picture of the hut and, uh, you know, just trying to get an idea of standard sizes. And they have the polar bear, the dead polar bear. It looks really large compared to the hut uh, outside uh, in the investigative uh, photo by the governor of Svalbard. And uh, he was trying to get into this window. It looks like it's probably about 18 inches by 36 inches, about 18 inches high, maybe 36 inches wide. And uh, and this polar bear was working really hard at getting inside. Now, polar bears are very, very powerful like most bears are. And they, they can tear huts like this apart once they get a little purchase, once they figure out a way to get a hold of things. So the people inside the hut, had taken desperate measures. They'd thrown lighted candles. I'm wondering if it's a mistranslation. That didn't work. And so they fired warning shots at the bear. Now, uh, an ordinary 44 Magnum will hold five or six rounds in a revolver. And they fired four warning shots. Now, if you've ever fired a 44 Magnum, it is very loud. And if you fire inside a structure, it's like four times as loud as it is outside because all of the uh, blasts and shock waves is, is reflected back on you by the walls of the structure and by the corners. And anyway, it's super loud. It's probably, unless you have put some protection on your ears, you're going to lose hearing. But they fired four warning shots. Now, notice they only got five or six shots total in the gun before they have to reload. So they fired four warning shots, and then because nothing seems to be stopping this polar bear, they fire one shot into the brain of the bear and kill it, and it drops outside of the window. And so the, they called up the governor of Svalbard, um, probably had some kind of maybe radio contact. There's virtually no cell phone contract in this area. Satellite phone works. Maybe they have a satellite phone. Uh, The governor came out, investigated, and concluded that this was clearly a healthy male polar bear, weighed a little under 700 pounds, and that uh, this was an act of self-defense and that they had acted properly. Uh, So there's There's no question in this case. Uh, I might have covered it more extensively, but at first investigation, they didn't mention any pistols, and so it didn't go into my pistol database. And uh, but it's an interesting story, well worth uh, thinking about. And I have read people um, at the Svalbard site who say that since 1976, I think when they started tracking, or 73. Uh, no one who has been armed with an adequately um, powerful firearm has been killed or severely injured by a polar bear in Svalbard. And, and one of the things that this illustrates very well is that uh, although people have pushed the idea that if you are attacked by a bear, you have to be able to draw and fire in a split second, you know, like James Warner uh, in uh, 
in uh, the uh, television series are acting as Matt Dillon. You know, that's not the case. You usually have enough time to draw and fire uh, and to make accurate hits. In this case, the polar bear is trying to get into the cabin in the process of probably tearing it to pieces while he's doing so. And uh, they had plenty of time to ready their firearm and uh, kill the polar bear before he uh, killed them. And that's what happened in 2013 in March, March 24th, as it was recorded. Now, are polar bears, are they protected? Yes. They're protected all over the world. Um, Now, they only exist in the Arctic. They don't exist in uh, the Antarctic. Um, And even in the Arctic, they don't exist on land except for islands and areas adjacent to the Arctic Ocean. Most of their time is spent out on the ice, uh, hunting seals. Um, There are a couple of small Arctic islands that are hard to get at where polar bears are known, uh, female polar bears particularly known to den up and have cubs. Uh, Svalbard is one of these places, uh, particularly one of the islands on Svalbard. Um, So there are areas where they're concentrated. And in 19, I think it was 76 or 75, I'm thinking that's when they did their first estimates of the population of polar bears. And it was, uh, you know, they estimated there was somewhere between, you know, five, uh, uh, roughly five, 7,000 polar bears. I mean, at the time, we didn't have GPS trackers. <clears throat> we didn't have the resources to be doing surveys of polar bears with claims. Uh, and they are spread out over a huge area. But they estimated somewhere, I'm going to say 7,000 polar bears in the whole world. Well, now um, there's probably between 25,000 and 50,000 polar bears. They're no longer commercially hunted. Most of the range is outside of where uh, people would ordinarily come in contact with them, so they're not particularly hunted hard, except for those fringe areas where the... uh, populated area of humans and polar bears overlaps a little bit, like in uh, northern Canada around Churchill and uh, the very far uh, northwest Alaskan coast. There's a little couple slivers where uh, the human population overlaps with uh, polar bear habitat. Uh, and then there's some, uh, you know, Russia, Norway, and uh, Greenland too. But but mostly the polar bears are not in the same places people are. Hang on right there, if you will. Hang on. We're coming up on the next break. We'll be right back talking to Dean Weingarten. This is Lock and Load. <laughs> 
At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. Darren Tactical Innovations is the ultimate one-stop shop for all your competition, law enforcement, and military needs. Home of the weapons of wit. Now featuring the new Pit Viper, Terran is the one who trained the one, and he is Hollywood's go-to for taking the weapons and training to the next level. His legacy of championship wins, spanning across decades, is due to his uncompromising dedication to perfection. These innovations are now offered to you at TerranTactical.com. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley face off in the final Republican debate before the Iowa caucuses Wednesday night. The debate was hosted by CNN. At the same time, frontrunner Donald Trump held his own town hall event hosted by Fox News not far away in Des Moines. During the televised debate, DeSantis and Haley sparred over a range of topics. Each of the candidates was also asked about what they consider an insurrection to be. At the end of the day, I will always defend and fight the constant for the Constitution. That's what we should do as Americans. I think what happened on January 6th was a terrible day, and I think President Trump will have to answer for it. Haley said it's wrong. Former President Trump cannot concede that he lost the election to President Biden in 2020. This is USA News. Attention. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. Have you ever watched a video on the internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. 
Welcome back. This is Lock and Low talking to Dean Weingarten. And we've been talking about this polar bear. We're going to finish up with the polar bear right quick because he's been, uh, well, he's been front and center. So tell me, tell, tell, let's, let's hear the remainder if we, if we may, sir. Very strong and growing population of polar bears. Uh, and they're starting to try to expand their range. So they're coming in more contact with humans. And so we're getting more conflicts and, uh, uh, a few more polar bears uh, being uh, shot and killed, but it's uh, the polar bears that are shot in self-defense are tiny, little tiny fraction uh, of the population that is growing. So there, there's no, there's no threat to the overall polar bear populations, and and they've been around for at least a hundred thousand years. So they've been through a couple ice ages. So it's they're uh, the idea that they're in danger or threatened is just a made-up story. Well, they just I, don't come in contact with people much. Right. I, I guess the reason I was asking that is uh, when you were telling me about the uh, examination and investigation that the governor Svalbard had to do when they were looking at the polar bear and all that other stuff. I just find, I find that interesting that a polar bear would attack a human and another human has to come and look at this and say whether or not that was righteous what they had to do. You know, one of the things that's positive about that is we the reports are recorded, and so we get pretty good idea of what actually happened. Right. You know, and when uh, the only people that came in contact with polar bears were essentially the native uh, Inuit and uh, Tupic and others around, you know, that were essentially what we call Eskimo culture, uh, the only reports would be uh, by verbal history, you know, a word of mouth passed down through generations. Uh, and uh, so uh, now we're getting actual information. So I, I'm not saying that they didn't have valid things to say. I'm saying when you pass things down by word of mouth through generations, eventually they become either a mythology or sort of policy, but you don't have the details. Right. Hmm. Interesting. So. Well, in any event, uh, I'm glad that turned out well for the humans. Um, how often? How often is there interaction between polar bears and uh, humans in this <laughs> okay. area? Okay, I'm I'm not going to give away the entire article, but oh, okay. I found another source. Okay, uh, that had uh, information about that, and it looks like um, there's in the neighborhood of about a hundred uh, polar bears a year. Most of them in Canada. Um. But there's Greenland and Russia and the USA. It's under 100 polar bears are killed in defense of uh, life and property uh, a year. Um, most of them by uh, what we call, you know, native or indigenous people. And uh, so, I, I mean, there are some that are, there are some that are allowed to be hunted uh, for subsistence hunting. And I don't have those numbers. And they're probably... Probably, uh, so the total probably comes to roughly about 100 or so a year. Annually? Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's out of a population of twenty five to 50,000. Polar bears? So so it's it's a very small amount. It doesn't, it's no threat to the polar bear population. Gotcha, okay. I hear you. So let's, let's segue and go to another part of the world, shall we? Uh, India. Uh, what what is yeah. it like as far as owning weapons in India? What does that look like? Well, okay, like in much of the world, there's sort of a double 
double-edged way to look at it. If you want to own a firearm legally in India, it is very difficult. They have a process they inherited from the British that was put in place after uh, either we can either call it the mutiny or the uprising in 1857, uh, where uh, the British government took over the governing of India from the East India Company. And uh, they said, uh, we're not going to let you Indians uh, have weapons anymore because uh, you had this mutiny against us. And so you're going to have to apply to us to get a permit for a weapon. And uh, that's where what I would call modern gun control really started. I mean, it's, it's kind of like they said, you know, we've had two instances now. We had uh, the Americans where they revolted against us because of weapons policy. And now we've had this mutiny in India. Eh, we're not going to let these commoners have weapons out here anymore. Uh, they have to get a permit. And uh, the way it appears to me, uh, because I've looked at some of the history, if you were a European uh, like one of my uh, ex's great uncles, and you went there, you could get a permit pretty easily. But if you were an Indian, uh, there was always some reason why you couldn't or shouldn't be allowed to have weapons. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, we see we see that in New York, right? The right. same thing, you know. Only the certain special people could get permits. Right. Well, you can get permits to have a firearm in India. You can even get a permit to carry a firearm around uh, for self-defense, but it is a complex and expensive process to go through. But you can do it. Uh, it's, it uh, by, that, by that, I mean if you have lots of time and money, you can get it done. Right. I would Now, the other side of this is if there's a bunch of crime going on in your neighborhood, and the local gangs have threatened you, and you uh, feel in fear of your life, you can go to the local uh, black market and get what they call a country-made firearm for, you know, about one-twentieth of what an official firearm would cost you. And those firearms, as uh, modern technology has made better manufacturing processes, and you now have electric drills and and lathes and, uh, you know, plenty of files and uh, metal available in India, you can get these uh, country-made pistols that some of them are not too bad for, like I said, 5% of what a government one would cost you. But right. but they're not legal. <laughs> you know, if you get into a trouble, uh, you not only have to explain why it is you had, this, had to fire this weapon, you have to explain you know, about the weapon itself. So what happened in this case is really interesting to me. I followed what goes on in India. I'm a member of a of an Indian for guns group that they, they allowed me to sign up for. And, uh, and what happened here is that you had a conflict in an apartment complex, right outside an apartment complex in Lucknow, India. And that's in north central India. It's a big city. Yeah, a lot of kip, a lot of the action in Kipling, Kipling happens around Lucknow, and these uh, people got into a conflict, and uh, one of them had a licensed firearm, and uh, it turns out he was being beat up because he was trying to rescue some of his friends, and he fired the firearm a few times, and the other people ran off, 
And uh, then uh, later on, the other group filed a complaint with the police. The police station was right across the street from where this happened. And so they filed a complaint with the police and they arrested uh, this fellow. His name was uh, Sunil uh, Tripathi. Now, anyone who wants to follow events in India, in the United States, can follow them pretty easily because one of the official languages of India is English. So there are several really uh, fairly good uh, English language newspapers that are published about the events that go on in India, and they have uh, they're they're uh, they're all over the country. Their their circulation covers the entire country because there are so many languages in India uh, that most people who when they learn a second language it, naturally it is English because that helps bind the country together and all of their official proceedings are usually in two languages. Uh, and one of those is always going to be English. Hold up right there. If you will, Dean, we're coming up on the last break. This article, this is the latest article at ammo land that has been published. This is a fascinating, I, I, I always get a kick out of looking at these other countries and see how they, how they function. We'll be right back. This is lock and load. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800 284 
Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR. DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com, or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com. Or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Last time on The Firing Line... Talking to Dean Weingarten, we were just talking about India. Now, one one question I have about India is there a is there is there a limitation to what kind of gun? I mean, like in uh, oh, like tremendous. in Mexico, what what were the limitations as far what kind of gun they can own legally? Yeah, you're not allowed to have any uh, firearm of. Well, this is not true. You're not allowed to have any pistols of greater than thirty two caliber. <laughs> Okay. Now, there, there are exemptions. You know, there's grandfathering and stuff. So that if if you're, you know, you had a legally registered Webley from, you know, 1900 or something, and that legal trace went all the way through the British and everything, and you still have it, you might be able to have that. But anything new or recent, you it's supposed to be under 32 caliber. And... So they make the weapons that are made in India are the only ones that are affordable to any kind of ordinary person. And they're, they're pricey, you know, several hundred dollars for a 32 semi-automatic. Um, and that 32 semi-automatic, it looks to me like a copy of the Browning uh, 1910 um, in 32, which is a pretty common caliber for that model of picture. Right. of pistol and and it would be and it's made in India. Now in this dispute the person fired a couple maybe four shots it's unclear and then 
uh, what happened is that the people that were beating up on him went to the police and said, hey, this person tried to murder us. They fired four shots at us. And the police uh, did what I would call a kind of perfunctory investigation because within a day, they had arrested the guy who had the pistol. Now, remember, you don't get a legal pistol in India unless you're connected and have some money. Right. So this guy, uh, Trapani, was out on fairly quickly, was out on bail. And when we look at as the case progressed, uh, he said uh, that he wanted to get his pistol back with four rounds of ammunition. That would fit with a thirty-two. In the articles, they called it a Glock. But the technical reporting in India is even worse than the technical reporting about firearms in the United States. So I think they used the term Glock as a sort of generic, it's a pistol. You know, sort of and, like Xerox. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of like an AK-47 or whatever, you know. Um, uh, so, I don't believe it was an actual Glock because they are incredibly scarce in India. And for someone to have a licensed Glock for private carry, I they would have to be, you know, like uh, an unofficial policeman with a special badge or something. And I don't think that was the case here. I think it's it was just that they used it as a term of art, a Glock, you know, a pistol, right, and. So as the case uh, grew on and people from both sides started submitting briefs, it uh, it doesn't appear that they've been pushing real hard to uh, prosecute this guy for attempted murder. Because although they took the pistol from him, they let him out on bail. And when he went to, he uh, appealed this to the high court there in uh, Lucknow, which is a big city in India. And that's the capital, and it was in this city where it happened. So he appealed into the high court there in that city. And they said, well, you and the person that you were trying to rescue, they're the only one people who actually got injured in this. And even though you fired the pistol into the air, nobody was actually injured when you fired it. And you have it as a legally permitted pistol. So we're telling the police uh, they got to give it back to you. Because it's not illegal to fire a pistol in self-defense. And so this is hopeful that this is a precedential, by that I mean it sets a precedent in India. There have been a couple other cases that seem to indicate that the Indian courts believe, as did British courts at the time, that self-defense is a natural right. And if you are permitted to have a pistol and to carry it for self-defense, you're allowed to fire it in self-defense without it being a criminal act or a reason to take away your permit. Okay. And so that's what they found out. I thought that was really interesting and fascinating. And we have seen similar events here in the U.S. How many cases? I mean, there have been a number of them where somebody fires a firearm in self-defense and the police take it, and then they're saying, uh, but we're not going to let you have it back because you fired it in self-defense. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's absurd. And, of course, this is a, 
much more, how to put it, uh, exacerbated in India, where the pistols and even ammunition is extremely expensive and difficult to get. So in the U.S., I'm just guesstimating because I don't know, but uh, I would think that a, a pistol might be the equivalent of a couple years' worth of salary for an ordinary person. Um, now, that almost certainly wasn't the case for the person who had this legally owned pistol because they probably have much more income than the average person. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to get the pistol. Um, but uh, it did happen, in India, and it was kind of interesting because it's this high court, which is in the same city where the police station is, where all the events occurred, and the lower court said, oh, yeah, he fired it now. You, the police can keep the pistol. Um, you know, and that didn't happen. You know, the, the higher court said, no, that's not the way it's supposed to work. So I uh, found it to be a, a worthy case to talk about. Now, on the forum where I try to discuss things with uh, Indian gun connoisseurs and enthusiasts, uh, they haven't been talking about it yet. It just happened a few days ago. Right. I mean, the high court decision, the events where he fired just the word almost exactly a year ago. But it also is interesting that this whole thing with the appeals process and the order to return the pistol happened in just under a year. And we've had a case in California where the police came just on the basis of a tip. There was no criminal act. And uh, they confiscated millions of dollars worth of guns just based on a uh, bureaucratic error. And they didn't want to give them back. And it took eight months uh, before the court said, yeah, you have to give them back. So, you know, we should not be feeling morally superior to India necessarily because some of our states are almost as restrictive and as bad in respecting people's rights as is uh, the nation of India. Well, I remember, I remember the uh, Mumbai attack. How it seemed like nobody oh. was able to fight back during that right. Mumbai attack. And uh, I, when you when you were telling me that you could get a permit, I was just wondering, well, what kind of a weapon can you have? Well, uh, you know, you know, I said thirty uh, twos for pistols. You can get thirty twos, and the biggest revolver you can get is a, a thirty two as well. Uh, it, they have a twenty two revolver that's kind of a copy of the Smith and Wesson um, Lady Smith, right? Uh, and it has an aluminum frame, a little eight shot twenty two. It's supposed to be pretty decent, um, you know, revolver. I don't. It probably is not quite up to Smith & Wesson quality, but it probably works pretty well from what yeah. I've heard. So you can only have small caliber. Now, there are a very, very few fortunate people in India. Remember, the the Mauser, uh, the C-96 Mauser, Churchill carried that around in combat a couple places. Uh, it was uh, started production about uh, eight. 1996 as a 10-round magazine, and it was one of the most powerful pistols of its day because it shoots a bottleneck cartridge, the 7.62 Mauser cartridge, which is just about the same cartridge as the Tokarev, the Russian Tokarev uses. And so there's a few people in India that had a Tokarev 
or that had a, a C96 Mauser that were registered with the police uh, before, uh, you know, they said you must have a pistol that was made in India. Let me get you to hold so up they, right there. We're, we're going to be we're going to be catching up with Dean again tomorrow. So uh, we've run out of time, Dean. So thank you for joining me today. It's always a pleasure. Pleasure is mine. Thank you, sir. Back again tomorrow in about 21 hours between now and then. Remember this. It has never been about gun control. Not once, not ever. It has been. It's always going to be about total control. This has been Lock and Load. Holster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality Build American-made products for 45-plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American-made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment. We perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy.